morning, contrarians. Tuesday morning, August 8th, 6.45 a.m. We have quite a bit going on here this morning. We had overnight uh, bank downgrades. Moody's downgraded the credit ratings of several regional banks. That is weighing on stocks. Then we had China report smaller than expected exports, which is weighing on commodities. And finally this morning, UPS had disappointing earnings. They lowered guidance. That stock is moving lower in the pre-market. And importantly, what they said about e-commerce sales in the U.S. might be worrisome. As we look here across the asset classes, uh, in stocks, this is being mostly felt in small caps, which makes sense because that includes the regional banks. The Russell 2000 is down 1%. S&P and NASDAQ futures down a half of 1% each. I mentioned commodities. It's not terrible, but WTI crude oil is down 1.5% to trade around $80.50 a barrel. Copper is down more than 2%, however. And again, likely due to the Chinese news, the news out of China. Bonds are seeing some bids here consistent with risk off. This is what happens when you have a flight to safety. And the long end of the curve, the 30-year, is actually seeing the most of this buying action. So hopefully Bill Ackman is out of that trade. Otherwise, he is getting hurt. The 10-year, I'm sorry, the 30-year, yeah, is down 10 basis points to 4.16%. The 10-year is down 7 basis points to an even 4%. So the spread there, I guess it's not called a spread, but whatever, the the difference between the 30-year yield and the 10-year yield is narrowing a bit. Those have been inverted for a while. Watch that space. And then at the short end of the curve, the 2-year is down just 3 basis points to 4.73%, keeping in mind that yields move inversely to prices. So as for today, most of this stuff is front-loaded for the morning. I mentioned UPS, and the actual earnings were mixed, but the guidance is all all telling. And like I said, they cited lower e-commerce sales. I guess if you have Americans ordering less stuff that they don't need online, then it cuts into UPS's business. It may also be due to Amazon doing some of that fulfillment themselves. They didn't say that. They wouldn't because that would be admitting that they're losing losing business to a competitor. But for now, that is a worrisome news for the economy and, of course, also for UPS stock, which is being punished. Now, we are due to hear from other some other quite interesting names here, including Under Armour's UAA. Restaurant Brands Group, QSR, that is the parent holding of Burger King and some others. Uh, Warner Music Group, WMG, SeaWorld Entertainment, and Choice Hotels. Those are some of the smaller, I guess, travel and leisure companies, all due to report this morning. And then after the close at 4 p.m., we will hear from Rivian Automotive, R-I-V-N, AMC Entertainment, if you remember them, Twilio, Lyft, Toast, T-O-S-T, they're the people that do those in the U.S. when you go pay with your phone nowadays, you often have times have to hold it up against one of these Toast readers. Or if you're in a, paying in a restaurant, they come through and 
with a credit card reader that is often made by Toast. So TOST, they report after the open. Akamai Technologies, Bumble, the dating site, that doesn't work very well, I can report. Duolingo, the language learning site, which is equally ineffective when it comes to learning languages. Also based on experience. Don't believe me, try it yourself uh, if you like. Take Two Interactive, TTWO, All Birds, and then Top Golf Callaway, another kind of important gauge of uh, you know discretionary spending. That stock ticker is MODG for whatever reason. I guess it was a SPAC at some point, whatever. We also have a couple of Fed speakers, or at least one Philly Fed president, Patrick Harker. He is due to speak this morning. Apparently, Richmond Fed President Tom Barkin is due to speak as well. I could not find independent confirmation of that. And then we have uh, U.S. reporting its balance of trade. And this is, again, important because if Americans buy stuff, then the U.S. has to import more stuff. And that's how the global economy keeps humming along. So numbers are in the show notes. It's $65 billion, if you must know, which is uh, the, the trade deficit, I should say. And of course, if Americans, if we import more stuff than we export, that will give us a trade deficit. But the $65 billion is below the $69 billion seen last month. And then finally, later tonight, China reports inflation figures. But seeing how these are official figures from the government, it is really just a question of what the authorities are willing to admit. To give you an idea, supposedly their consumer prices are flat year over year, even though the central bank has been lowering rates. If you believe that, I have a bridge I would like to sell you. Yeah, so here's your hurricane warning, folks. Not a great start to the day. Oh, there's a song? I thought it was just a hurricane warning. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. I don't know who makes that song, but whatever. Um, yeah, so not a great start to the day. China trade, right? That is one that is bad enough. Bank earnings downgrade, and now UPS earnings weighing on things. As I mentioned, the UPS thing is potentially disconcerting. I mentioned a couple days ago that cardboard orders are down. Cardboard, of course, being used to ship stuff to everybody who buys stuff on the line. That's a reference to the movie The Internship, by the way. Don't have time to get into it. If you know, you know. But... So yeah, cardboard orders are apparently down uh, for, I don't know, well, yeah, I mean, maybe that's why, because fewer orders. So potentially some concerns here from e-commerce. And don't forget, we also have some some concerns from the travel sector. So this all points to American discretionary spending potentially not holding up, which is bad for the global economy. Now, where the bank downgrades are concerned, so far it's just 10 banks. And these include, uh, I'm not going to read you the whole names, but M&T Bank, Pinnacle Financial Partners, and Old National. Those are the main ones. But then they also, Moody's, also placed several of them on watch, including some pretty big banks. State Street, BNY Mellon, Truist, U.S. Bancorp, all placed on watch. And uh, as far as I could tell, Portfolio Holdings, Bank of Hawaii, New York Community Bank, and Zions were all unaffected. 
So where that leaves us is today a very good test of the bull market to see if investors still have gumption to bid up stocks after this trifecta of bad news we got overnight. I can check here to see if there's been any reports from the companies. Under Armour might have been interesting, but it doesn't look like anybody has come in. So the point is that, yes, this will be an interesting test of the bull market. And yesterday we rallied on no news. So we'll see what happens today. Not looking good so far. But remember that bull markets typically see selling in the beginning and in the pre-market and then turn around after the open. However, that is often not when you have any news. So now we have all this weighing on investors. Let's see how they digest it and react. Like I said, doesn't look good so far. Maybe I am a genius for buying bonds. We'll see. We'll know more soon. Back here again tomorrow. Speak to you then. Bye.